Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? We are going to the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? You want answers? Well, the names of nearly 200 people who were associated with the late financier Jeffrey Epstein are expected to be made public. Now, I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I believe that Donald Trump won the election. I want the truth! COVID-19 vaccination is safe and effective for children. Breaking news, a Central Coast woman has died after receiving a COVID vaccine. Myocarditis happening to some young people after getting the coronavirus vaccine. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. It's official and on the clock. Remember, Wendy Bell Radio, where you get your favorite podcasts. Plug us in. Give us a download, a follow, a like, a share, a five-star review. Join us as we march ever closer to two million podcast downloads. Great to be with you. It's insulting when one of your children lies to your face. And tells you that you've got it all wrong when you know exactly what's going on. And I should know this because I was a terrible liar as a child. And I pushed every envelope. And I got caught every single time. I don't remember getting away with a whole lot. I was that bad at it. Right? Because you think that your parents don't know. If I say this, they'll believe me. No, they, they know because they were you too once. Everything about that is insulting to a grown-up. The same way it's insulting. The coverage of January 6th, the nuance behind it, all of it is just garbage. One of the biggest things that is disappointing is the obvious cover, the obvious interference the government has run for Ray Epps. Tucker Carlson was going to get into all of this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. He got sacked. Newsrooms are nervous about talking about Ray Epps. They're worried about getting sued. But what I'm going to say to you isn't supposition. It's not my personal feeling. It is a court document. And court documents are facts. And you decide what you want to do with what I'm about to tell you. Breaking news. This is from Greg Price. We follow him on Twitter. The DOJ is recommending just six months in jail for Ray Epps. The only J6 defendant caught on camera telling people to go inside the Capitol building. They say that they gave him a plea deal because he cooperated with the FBI, tried to de-escalate conflict. And was the subject of, quote, conspiracy theories that he was a Fed. People on the ground in January 6th, on January 6th, standing outside the Capitol, identified people in the crowd and started chanting Fed. People who were not Ray Epps. Other people. 
people were moving in a way and speaking in a fashion and doing things that conservatives know we don't do. We're not a big break-in kind of group. We don't usually create a lot of waves, not loud. We're woeful at protesting because we're working. But people in the crowd that day knew a lot of stuff was wrong. And Nancy Pelosi and the January 6th committee controlled the coverage of the story and wanted to put 40,000 hours of surveillance video away forever. So the truth would never come out. Please do not insult us, Department of Justice, by alleging that Ray Epps was just some rando bystander. And also, if he actually does get sentenced to six months in prison, don't make us, don't, don't think that we believe he's actually going to serve. We believe nothing that you say. So we pulled up the document. United States District Court for the District of Columbia United States of America versus James Ray Epps Sr., defendant. Government's sentencing memorandum. Now, I will remind you that Oath Keepers and Proud Boys have been sentenced to more than 10 years in prison for not even being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. One has been sentenced to 18 years for shaking a bike rack, which was used as a de facto gate on January 6th. Ray Epps is seen outside multiple times saying, we've got to go in. And all of the crowd is like, what? And Ray Epps was there on January 5th. He was stoking the crowd. He was poking at them with this rhetoric and they called it out when it happened. So I've got some audio sound bites for you, but I want to get through this first. This is the official document explaining why he only should get six months. Please. The United States of America, by and through its attorney, the United States Attorney for the District of Columbia, respectfully submits this sentencing memorandum in connection with the above cap- captioned matter. For the reasons set forth herein, the government requests that this court sentence defendant James Ray Epps Sr. to six months incarceration, which is the high end of the applicable sentencing guidelines range of zero to six months. The government also requests that this court impose, consistent with the pleas, the plea agreement in the case, $500 restitution. Wow. How's he going to scrape that together? As well as one year of supervised release. Wow, this is really coming. This is throwing the book at the guy. This is a unique case. In the context of January 6th defendants, this is an official court document, my friends. This is a unique case in the context of January 6th defendants. Although Epps engaged in felonious conduct during the riot on January 6th, his case includes a variety of distinctive and compelling mitigating factors. Oh, mitigating factors which led the government to exercise its prosecutorial discretion and offer Epps a pre-indictment misdemeanor plea resolution. Oh, it's going to be a it's going to be a misdemeanor. Specifically, Epps number 1 
turned himself into the FBI two days after the riot, immediately after becoming aware that the FBI was seeking to identify him. Wait a minute, wasn't that the same guy who on January 5th was trying to get everybody to get into the idea that they needed to storm the Capitol and go inside? Wait, wait, I think we have a little audio of that. Let's just remember, here's January 5th. Go ahead. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Right? I mean, come on. It's so obvious. It's like people telling you that Joe Biden is at the top of his game. You're like, he needs the freaking Easter bunny to keep him out of the bushes. What are you talking about? So Epps needs to, to be treated gently here because he immediately, when he found out, he acted immediately. I was as surprised as you are. It's the playbook. <gasps> what? Beyond that, another mitigating factor. He cooperated with both the FBI and with Congress, participating in multiple, multiple, multiple lengthy voluntary interviews. I mean, don't worry that on January 6th, right after the ellipse, he was directing people towards the Capitol. Oh, wait a minute. Here he is. Let's listen. We are going to the Capitol where our problems are. It's that direction. We're going into the Capitol. It is that direction. Please spread the word. Boy, he had a lot of people following him. What a man with charisma, right? People are like, shut up. And finally, number three, the third mitigating circumstance, which should preclude Ray Epps from being treated like a freaking animal. Like hundreds of others who've been beaten and tortured and fed food with bugs in it, who haven't been allowed basic hygiene like fingernail clippers or a haircut. Ray Epps engaged in at least five efforts on January 6th to de-escalate the conflict. He tried to take things down a notch, right? Sort of like this. He tried to de-escalate tensions. Well, here we have some audio of him calling for storming the Capitol. Go. All right, no, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in. Are we going to get arrested if we go up here. there? Yeah. You don't need to get shot. arrest us all? What a guy. When we go in, everybody, you're going to leave this here, whatever this is. We don't want to get shot. Oh, that guy? That angel of a guy who actively incited an insurrection. He's the guy. <laughs> Not Donald Trump. Ray freaking Epps! And they want him to get quote unquote six months. Makes sense, doesn't it? There's no two-tier system of justice, says Merrick Garland. <laughs> I hate when that happens. All right, don't go anywhere. Right after this short break, what, what's Target forced to put behind lock and key now? This is Joe Biden's America. What cannot what can't you buy at Target now? Kind of a necessity without getting help from a manager. Next. Uh, remember the good old days when people would try to steal Sudafed so they could make meth? 
Ah, that's so last year. <laughs> Remember then they started stealing the expensive stuff like razor blades? I'll never understand why razor blades cost what they cost, right? That went under lock and key. Then it, then it became just silly stuff. Well, what is Target really protecting, ladies and gentlemen? What can you not get now at some Target stores without finding somebody to help you? How about some underwear? Yes, Target shopper scoffs at locked up underwear, says I'm now going to go commando. Well, thanks for the visual. This is where we are. Underwear. Can we talk about the, the lunacy of the idea that that undies at Target require an associate's help? So there's somebody circling the underwear aisle. Lurking in the event somebody is desperate and needs them. When you need them, you need them, right? Now, what's to prevent that person from walking out of the store without paying for them? Nothing, but alas, feels like we're taking charge. Let's not talk about what's going on. Though we have a system in this country that rewards crime, goes soft on the offenders. And then if you push back, if you try to defend yourself, you're the bad guy. Ah, makes perfect sense. A Target shopper in the market for some new U-trow was left baffled and instead insisted on going commando after he found the store's boxer briefs were locked behind a glass security door. How jacked up as a society are we, he said, that even the underwear is behind a glass box. He's some TikToker named Mardum O., I have no idea who he is. Apparently a lot of people do. He says, I'm just trying to get a pair of briefs or boxer briefs. Can't even do that these days without having someone press a button for you. Well, sign off, he said in the clip posted in November, which of course we're now seeing now. Guess I'm going to go commando. Beyond what he said. This is so crazy. Why are we continually... Inventing a mouse trap rather than just trapping the mouse, getting the mouse and exterminating the mouse. Let's finish the problem. Problem is crime. Why do we have crime? We have crime because we have George Soros funded DAs, prosecutors who refuse to prosecute. Why? Because they need madness. They need chaos. They need mayhem. They need the system overloaded. Bring in all the migrants. Flood everything. Make everybody angry. Everybody's fighting. Create mayhem. And then we can swoop in. We can rule, we can crack down with an iron fist, and we can install our own kind of government. Socialism, communism of suck. It's already going on. And it takes a guy who just wants a pair of underwear to put out a video which goes viral and says, what are we doing? Well, this is what you vote for. I want to get this to you. Do, 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 do. Epstein list delayed until January 22nd as the court grants Doe number 107 a 30-day extension to submit evidence regarding allegations of physical harm and hate mail. <laughs> Gotta have some hate mail. Gotta have some death threats. Who is this? Here's your story. The release of the highly anticipated list of names. Are you are you guys really highly anticipating this? Because if you're highly anticipating this, one, you expect to be surprised. Are you going to be surprised by anybody who's going to be on this list? Whether or not they can be proven to have demonstrably done something illegal 
with Jeffrey Epstein and his associates? That's not going to be surprising to you at all. The release of the highly anticipated list of names associated with the late Jeffrey Epstein has been postponed to January 22nd. The U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York confirmed this decision to release the list at least until January 22nd. In the ongoing legal battle of Gufri, she's the, the woman who's suing Ghislaine Maxwell for making her basically prey of pedophiles, has granted an extension for the submission of supplemental materials in support of con- continued sealing. Sounds like a lot of people are very nervous about their names coming out. A lot of people for a long time have believed that they are to be protected. I am with what? Former presidents? Are there going to be judges on the Supreme Court? Would that surprise you? A-list Hollywood actors? Big wigs in media and finance and technology? Would any of this surprise you? No. 177 of Jeffrey Epstein's high-profile associates Of course, they thought we're going to be in for a New Year's Day surprise. But in the 11th hour, we're going to push the can down the road, kick it down the road until the 22nd. This gives every newsroom out there the opportunity to get their lawyers on speed dial. And to get out the, the talking points. We're not covering it. You don't have a choice. It's called news. It's called freaking news. Quick time out. When we're back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, my papers are stuck together. Let's talk about America's Lloyd Austin problem. You got a son or a daughter in the military? Oh, boy. Buckle up. Do you guys remember the hack? I forget if it was a state lawmaker or I believe it was a U.S. Congress person. And I forget who it was. Brock might remember who came up with the wonderful idea to give migrants who've crossed the border illegally, who've broken our laws, invaded our land, the ability to serve in our military. Does anybody else think that that is totally ridiculous? Yeah, I do. This is not complicated. What are we doing? So in a story that I know nobody is going to cover, but one that piqued my attention. I proclaim to you today that America has a Lloyd Austin problem. Secretary of Defense. A Secretary of Defense who strikes me as an awful lot like Claudine Gay. Now, he might not have plagiarized. He might not have a difficult time describing what anti-Semitism is, though if you've ever heard him speak... You might think he would. This is a guy who's in a position who I fear is well out of his league. And I have a headline that would underscore why I say that. Washington Free Beacon. Headline. 
Report finds Biden administration's concerns of extremism in the military are unfounded. Wait, what? But the Biden administration is spending time fiddling in the rank and file of our military, trying to dredge up examples of extremists. Uh, All you have to do, my friends, if you want to do that, why don't we talk about the U.S. envoy for Iran, Robert Malley, a guy who, by the way, was leading the U.S. diplomatic effort on Iran's nuclear program and the fate of U.S. hostages held by Tehran, who has sort of disappeared. Poof. He's gone from the Biden administration after it was leaked that he mishandled some classified documents. Shut up. You mean it's possible that in the highest echelons of our government there's a guy who may have been sharing super duper secret information about us with iran who hates us ah yes but the biden administration is more worried about extremism among the rank and file in the military say what let's read this oh my my A report by the Department of Defense commissioned to study extremism in the United States military. A a study. A study. Somebody had to sit down and be like, look, here's a Earl. Earl, get in here. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do. All right. Look, I know we're involved in multiple wars that we started, right? That we're socking taxpayers for because they're paying for them. All of them, right? I know that's a big deal. I know we've got this wild invasion of God knows who doing God knows what from God knows where coming across our border and that Dick Durbin wants them all to be military members. Fantastic. I know that that's what's going on. I'm more interested in seeing if there are any MAGA extremists in our ranks. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that after we teach everybody about LGBTQ nonsense and all have a kumbaya for trannies who want to serve in the military. Ready and break. Do, do, do we have any confidence at all in the security of we the people? Because the way I'm saying it, we've got major problems in the military. A report the Department of Defense commissioned to study extremism in the United States military found there is little evidence. It is a disproportionate problem among service members. Is this up there with cats walking on a treadmill that Anthony Fauci gave gobs of money to through the NIAID and NIH? Is that kind of up there? Is this this a study that has the same, oh, I don't know, scientific acumen as Fauci removing the vocal cords of beagle puppies and strapping them down and, and covering their faces with netting so that bugs could eat them alive for some scientific quote unquote reason or rationale. Is that that kind of study? I'm kind of getting that kind of a study vibe. And I'd be right with that. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin commissioned the report. You clown. 
you goof of a disgrace of a clown. Which the Institute for Defense Analyses released last month in the wake of the January 6th Capitol riot. You didn't have to go look at the military. All you had to do was talk to Capitol Police and D.C. Metro Police and be like, all right, let's figure this out. How many of you guys are going to be embedded inside the Capitol and outside? And um, here, let me give you guys some new red MAGA hats. That'll help it out, right? So let's talk about this report. What, 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 a report? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my friends. 262 pages long. They studied the military rank and file for a year. And they found nothing. Mm, well, that looks good to me. Fantastic. Meanwhile, we have recruitment issues. Why ever would that be? So what is their solution? Not to become a better, well-oiled machine. Not to all start working on the same team and hiring the best and the brightest people who have great knowledge, right? Great service. Great pedigree in the military. Nope, nope, nope. That's not what we're going to do. We're going to muddy the requirements to get in. So you're morbidly obese. Come on over. I mean, whatever. Right? We normally had a a GED or a college degree requirement. You know what? Look, uh, you know, school's not for everybody. We get it. Come on in anyway. Then, then to sweeten the pot because still nobody wanted to join the U.S. military. Well, why don't we, uh, you know, give them some financial incentives. We'll give you a $10,000 signing bonus. But wait a minute, you guys mandated that everybody got that jab that you said was safe and effective, that you said was mandatory to service. And you ridiculed and chased out of the military 8,000 U.S. men and women who said, you know what? Uh Uh-uh, I don't want it. Well, away with you. You operated as a cult and as a cult that we pay for. And then you commissioned a study called Prohibitive, Prohibited Extremist Activities in the U.S. Department of Defense. Well, let's scroll through a little bit and see anything juicy or salacious that came out of a year of our money and time. Executive summary. This shouldn't take long. This research was conducted from June 2021 to June 2022. On the 5th of February 2021, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin issued a memorandum directing a one-day stand-down to discuss and address extremism in the Department of Defense. On what grounds? On 9 April 2021, the secretary issued a second memorandum directing immediate actions to counter prohibitive, prohibited extremist activities in the department and establishing a working group to implement those actions and develop additional recommendations. You know what they found? Nothing. They didn't find a damn thing. Meanwhile, Bob Malley 
Hey, Bob, what did you give to the Iranians? Where did you go? We don't know where you are. You stopped showing up for your job in June. Then your, your, your security clearance was withheld. What did you do, Bob? What about all of these people at the border? Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, has spent more time and more taxpayer dollars investigating something that apparently doesn't exist in extremism in our military. While all the while doing nothing to stop the flow of humanity across our border. Why on earth don't young people want to serve anymore? Because they've made it a joke. Why is Harvard never going to be what it might have once been? Because it's becoming a joke. All of this is a giant waste of time and money while your president is vacationing in St. Croix for 10 stinking days. And you've got to hustle two jobs to pay your mortgage and feed your kids and do nothing about saving for tomorrow. And they expect you to vote them back in. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody else will tell you that. 262 pages of nothing. Much like three and a half years or three years of Joe Biden's presidency. Nothing. Lib of the week. I don't think I've had a lib of the week that encapsulates so beautifully everything in the theme of a show like this one today. Do not go anywhere because you've got to hear Cody and you will next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right. So before we get to lib of the week, one of my favorite times of the entire show Breaking House Republicans to begin impeachment proceedings against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the border crisis. Now, I don't know what this is going to do. It's apparently going to start next week. Yada, yada, yada. A committee spokesperson, this is the House Committee on Homeland Security, provided the following statement to this is CNN. The House Committee on Homeland Security has conducted a comprehensive investigation into Secretary Mayorkas's handling of and role in the unprecedented crisis at the southern border for nearly a year. You know, can you imagine if you responded that slowly in your own private life to something that was critical to your family's security? Well, we'll check it out next year. Eh. Sooner or later. But you, you got to love this. Following the bipartisan vote in the House to refer articles of impeachment against the secretary, we will be conducting hearings and taking up those articles in the coming weeks. Doesn't close the border. I don't know if this is a step that has to happen. Officials revealed 302,000 people crossed illegally in December. Forget the gotaways. Who knows? But this is the part that you're going to love. That's going to wrap today's show up in a bow. 
instead of taking responsibility for his failures in controlling America's border with Mexico, Mayorkas went on MSNBC just hours ago. What do you think he blamed, Brock? I'm going to let you guess. You got to guess. What did he blame for the illegal crossings? What was it? What made it happen? Mega, uh, climate change. It's got to be climate change. It's climate change. Yes. Climate change. Bing, 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 bing. You win. During an interview with CNN. Oh, my gosh. Did he wrap MAGA up in it, too? I, I don't think so. Climate change. People are escaping because it's just so unpredictable. You know what? Where we live, we're hearing we're supposed to get what? Six inches to a foot of snow Saturday? Is that what they said? Something like that. Something like that. I'm afraid of climate change, too. This whole cyclical thing about the seasons, it's just so unpredictable. I just never know what to wear. Climate change? Alejandro. Alex. Oh, Alex. You can be a zero no matter what, ladies and gentlemen, and get a job in this administration. All right, so now comes the point where we get to do something very special, and this is how it starts. Time now for the Wendy Bell Radio Programs. Love me, love me, love me. I'm a liberal. Liberal of the week. So I'm very open with you about the trials and tribulations of uh, of my sons. They're not many, but they are curious. And if my sons are going through them and I'm watching them, so are you at your house. We talked yesterday about how young women expect men these days to be six-figure salary earners in their early 20s. That every day they must be wined and dined because for the last several years they've been told they are that special. And young men are saying, you know what, I don't even want to date. Not even worth it. When 71% of women polled consider themselves progressive, that's a whole can of worms I, I don't even want to think about. I'd rather stay home and watch football, right? Well, we've got a very special slice of interesting for you. This individual who I'm thinking is a, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. You're supposed to decide. But I want you to realize this is what has happened to children today. This is the message of who you are and what you are. It's not about your dreams, your hopes, your gifts, your talents. It's not about working hard, about taking responsibility, about learning from your mistakes, about taking chances, about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. It's about labels. That's it. And Cody has a lot of them. Go. Hi there. I'm Cody. Pronouns E-M, er, ers, or Z-Zem, zers, or really any neo-pronouns that aren't Z, her, her. I am a white, transmasculine, femme, non-binary, temporarily, mostly able-bodied, neurodivergent, obsessive, compulsive, chronically ill, culturally Jewish, unitarian, universalist, non-monogamous, demi-low romantic, gray demi-bisexual, survivor of acute and complex trauma, millennial, and cat parent in mental health recovery. My identities are fluid and ever-changing and don't like boundaries. <laughs> oh, Cody. I know that you're a cat parent. I saw that a mile away. 
Sorry. Just gonna go there. Some stereotypes work. That's one of them. Labels. Do you know what she, he, they, whatever, never says? They never say what they, they care about. What they dream about. What they're excited about. What they want to offer the world. It's this. I am this, 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 and this. It's not I'm a daughter or a son or whatever the hell they are. Uh, I'm a hard worker. I write poetry. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a good friend. I tell the truth and I'm funny. No. I'm saddled by all of these labels because I am a victim. Because I've been groomed to make excuses for why I'm not achieving. I've been groomed to be unhappy. I've been groomed to blame something or someone else instead of looking in the mirror. And with role models like Lloyd Austin and Alejandro Mayorkas and Claudine Gay, are we surprised at all? I am not. I'm not. The best thing that could have happened for Harvard University was for Claudine Gay weeks ago to say, I blew it. I'm sorry. I was wrong. But there are some forms of honesty that the progressives simply will not go to. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. If you're new, come back tomorrow. We can't wait to have you. Until then, peace. Peace.